Well, it is finally here. Postseason baseball. Wild card week for the Milwaukee Brewers. This is something we've been anticipating all season long. The Brewers in first place for most of the season. And now it's time to win a playoff series. We'll talk about their opponent. We'll talk about this team. And Craig Council also made a statement about whether or not he's coming back next year. All that and more coming up next here on Locked on Brewers. You are Locked on Brewers. Your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, this is going to be a great week, a great week, because it's wildcard week, and it's not a one-game showdown like it was in 2019 in Washington where the Brewers couldn't hold on to a lead late and lost. It's a best two of three. I like this format. Yeah, some say, well, it should be a best of five. Best of, We don't have time for that. Snow is falling. Okay. Uh, we got to move on. So I'm glad that it's a, it's a best of three. Division winners, I think, should find a way to get a bye, but that's not happening. Brewers have the home field advantage here, playing all three of these games, game three if necessary, against Arizona coming up on Thursday. Hopefully we take care of business in one and two and it doesn't get the three. Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman here, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. This show is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. <clears throat> All right, my name is Chuck Freeman, longtime sportscaster here in the great state of Wisconsin. Been following, covering the Brewers all of my life, practically. And... uh this is our this is our team. Postseason appearances don't grow on trees. Yeah, I think maybe younger adults will say, "Man, this is happening all the time. I can get used to this. I am used to this. I never get used to this. I never don't. I not at all." Because from 1982 through 2008, we had no playoff appearances in Milwaukee at County Stadium or at Amtham Field. It wasn't until CC helped break the door down, and now. The Brewers have won division titles in three of the last six years, but have not won a playoff series since 2018 on a cold, rainy day in Denver, Colorado. Let's hope that changes this week. All right. You get the episodes all week. We're going to be here every week, every day. Uh, and we're going to be here this weekend, too. After Saturday night's game, we'll be dropping an episode after Saturday night's game right here on Lockdown Brewers. But go to Google, Spotify, Apple. Uh, Amazon, we're on all the major downloads. And of course, our growing YouTube audience. Hit us up on YouTube. YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers. You'll find us. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and we'll be with you uh, into the offseason as well. And of course, into the next year. Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. Follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. Sounds like the Diamondbacks did not want to face the Brewers. And I and I said, and I, and I don't mean to be running scared when I say that, that I didn't want any part of the Diamondbacks. Because I know the Brewers have to face two really good pitchers, Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen. Now, Gallen is not going to go to game two. Kelly, game three, if necessary. They had to use those two pitchers over the weekend. And Arizona got swept in a three-game series by Houston. They're cold as ice offensively right now. They had played a terrible series. I, I want to say they backed in, but because they didn't back in, they, they earned enough wins during the regular season to get in and they jumped in the pool. If you saw that in uh, out in Arizona, the pool out there in the outfield, it was a weird game Saturday night, Houston clinched by winning Arizona 
clinched by somebody else losing. So it was a game. I don't think I've ever seen this before where both teams, both locker rooms are celebrating because each were going to the postseason after the results of that game last, last Saturday odd, but Hey, yeah, gallon is good. And so is Kelly. We still don't really know game one starter as of this taping. We'll talk more about that. We'll know more on Monday afternoon, Monday night. We read when we um, have the Tuesday episode dropped, but they have to face Corbett Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. As we've been saying all year long, that's as good as a rotation as it gets. Brewers finished off with 16 shutouts after the 4-0 win over the Cubs. 16 shutouts. Amazing. Only typical that they would shut somebody out in the final game, game of the season and get their 16th shutout or pitching dominated. And it was cool to knock the Cubs out of the postseason this weekend. Pretty much they did on Friday night. Yeah, they did. Carlos Santana with that big base hit. This past week, real quickly, this past weekend series of the Cubs for a series that the Brewers had no, no interest really in winning. I mean, council said as much that, well, you know, our main goal is to get ready for next week. And I get it. I get that totally. I mean, look at some of the, some of the players they used. They were using 30-year-old rookies, guys from Hortonville. They were throwing everybody out there. And still they took two or three when the Cubs were going with the frontline guys and trying like heck to win it. But the Brewers took two or three. That's all. That was, that was like the added cherry on top of the season, eliminating the Cubs. For Like I said, for for a three-game series where the Brewers had no interest in playing, really, and you know, it didn't matter to them, it sure was a fun and entertaining series. Especially Saturday night. They lost Saturday night, but they're down 6 nothing. rallied for uh, to tie it at 6. Eventually lost 10-6. to six. But the Diamondbacks are going to have to face the Brewers' top two starters in games one and games two with Burns and Woodruff and then Peralta going in three. He'll go against Merrill Kelly. Uh, Woodruff will go against Zach Gallen. And again, game one starter as of Sunday. We don't know. Uh, Tori Lavello has not named his manager, has just not named his starting pitcher for that game yet, but we can probably make some speculations. But the Brewers are a minus 200 favorite. I thought that was a little high. They're a t- minus 200 favorite in the series. I mean, quite honestly, I don't mean to bash the Brewers here, but should they be a 200 favorite against anybody? Minus 200 favorite to win this series. Oh, boy. I thought it'd be like around 140, 150, because Arizona's a good team. Arizona went through a stretch in July and August where they dropped 25 of 32. They were one of the better teams in the National League for a while. They were like 15, 16 games over the 500 mark. They were giving the Dodgers a run there, and then the bottom fell out. They couldn't hit, but they're a lot like the Milwaukee Brewers. Christian Yelich was saying this after the game today. They're, both teams are among the league, among the best teams in uh, stolen bases, pitching, defense. I mean, there's a lot of similarities between the Brewers are top-heavy pitching. You know, they got their two aces, three aces. The Diamondbacks got two aces. Diamondbacks got a decent bullpen, which has been really good. And the Brewers' bullpen has been fantastic all season long. So there's there's a lot of similarities. And... I don't think Arizona, but I, I don't think Arizona want to play Philadelphia either. Yeah, I, I, I've said all along, that's the dark horse in the National League to me. The Philadelphia Phillies, who got the, the top wild card spot. The Miami's playing them. That is the dark horse to me. I'm just so impressed how good they are offensively. I'm glad we're not facing them. But again, not running scared, just saying matchups. 
Would I have liked to rather play, face Miami or the Cubs, even though we got to deal with their, their pathetic fans, or Cincinnati? I would have loved to face one of those three teams, but we got Arizona, and you got to beat the team in front of you. You do, just like the NCAA tournament. You got to beat the team that's in front of you. But not having to face Gallon in game one is somewhat of reprieve, if you ask me. So the Brewers will be probably favorite in that game one series. Uh, this show is brought to you in part by Game Time. Game Time, I'm telling you what, if you want to get tickets for this upcoming game or any of the games in this series, Game Time is the place to go. Game Time, that's where I get my Brewer tickets. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to your next event. Game Time, fast, easy, easy to buy tickets for sports, comedy, music, theater, killer last-minute deals, all the price. They had some great deals on there this weekend for the series against the Cubs. I mean, I wrote tickets on there for $3. Uh, Last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. And you can see the view from your seat before you buy it so you, you know exactly where you're sitting. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code LOCKEDONMLB. LOCKEDONMLB. 20 bucks off your first purchase. Go there. Buy tickets for Wild Card Week. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. I am just fired up tonight. This is Sunday night, and I'm just fired up for the, that the playoffs are finally here. We've meandered our way through a season that sometimes we all wanted to pull our hair out. Brewers won 92 games. They went 92 and 70. Fantastic. Never would have said. If you would have told me I had a Vegas bet, Brewers over and under 90 wins, I would have taken the under, and I bet you would have been a minus 1,500 on that. All day I would have taken the under on that 90 wins. But I think the over and under was like 85 during the season. But... Nonetheless, 92 wins, another division title. Now let's get that let's get that um, first playoff series win since 2018. We come back, we'll talk more about the Diamondbacks and how much they've improved over the last couple of years because they were a laughing stock a couple of years ago. And we'll talk more about this matchup with the Diamondbacks. And, of course, there's an anniversary that happened on Sunday, a five-year anniversary. We talked a little bit about this last week on Lockdown Brewers. We'll save that to the end of the show. But more on the Brewers and Diamondbacks coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Good to have you along here on a late Sunday night, Monday morning. Diamondbacks had 74 wins last year, and you could begin to see that they were getting better because they had 110 two seasons ago. They were bad. Tori Lovello has done a nice job with these guys. And you could give him a case for manager of the year. But the manager of the year in the National League is going to be Craig Council. And Craig was asked after the game today. Might have been before the game. It was sometime on Sunday. Craig was asked, Craig, Buck Showalter is not coming back to the Mets. Worst kept secret in baseball probably, but he's not coming back to the Mets. And Craig would not go there. Talked about, this is my team. And you know what? There's That's not a distraction. And some people have asked is it going to be a distraction, this Mets thing? No. And if the Brewers bomb out in these two games, it's not because there's a distraction with the New York Mets. And I'm sure the national media will try to make something on the broadcast. Well, you know, his former boss is the new director of baseball operations with the Mets. You know how us media try to stir things up. And I get it. You know, looking for that old clickbait. But he's not going to talk about it. 
And as long as the Brewers last in the postseason, people are going to, some of these national people are going to keep asking about him, keep asking about going to the Mets, and he's going to get the same stock answer. And, you know, he's going to squirm. He's going to get aggravated at it, you know, Craig does, as only Craig does. But he's not going to say, oh, yeah, you know, what he's going to say? Well, you know, you're right. Um, as soon as this series is done, I'm going right to New York, and I'll be having a press conference announcing that I'm taking over the New York Mets. I ain't going to say that. And who knows of any deal? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows there's any contact? I don't know. But you got to worry about this postseason. And he's going to be asked these stupid questions. But you know what? He's not going to go there. We're, we're talking Brewers baseball right now and get this thing. And let's win, a, let's win a series and go on and face the Dodgers this weekend, Saturday. Absolutely. But Craig is going to continue to be asked those stupid questions. Um, one quick note. Uh, the game times, 6.08 for the first two, Wednesday and Thursday. It's on SiriusXM, the SXM app, search Brewers. You get all the Brewers games on SiriusXM. 6.08 Central Time for the first two games. There's a couple of scenarios where Thursday's game, if necessary, could get moved to 3.38 in the afternoon. Go to Bob Nightingale's Twitter. He's got something on there where he talks, not now, but after the show, uh, where he talks about, there's a few scenarios where if the Brewers are playing Thursday, that could get moved to a 3.38 start central time on Thursday afternoon. You know, the Brewers are going to get bumped. I'm surprised they're in the 6 o'clock start already, that they're sort of in prime time, which is I'm glad for because I was planning on there being afternoon games at AmFam Field uh, for the first two. But it seems like the Tampa Bay Rays are the team that got buried. Um, but, yeah, Arizona, team that, team that has come on strong last two years. Uh, after losing 110 games a couple of years ago. Tori Lovello said this after the game, after his team lost their fourth game today. Um, but they clinched the night before, and they clinched, well, they got seated into the last spot of the wild card. The last, the wild card spot faces the best, uh, the, the, the least of the three division winners. They face, they face the team with the worst record, which is the Milwaukee Brewers. But he was asked, Tori, you know, you, you won four of six against these guys during the regular season. I haven't seen them since June. Brewers and Dimebacks haven't faced each other since June. And he's right. He said, hey, they're a whole different ball club than they were back in June. This is not the same team. We had to send scouts to Milwaukee to scout them. We've been scouting them in recent weeks. We've had our coaches do homework on the Milwaukee Brewers. We've been looking at them. We've been watching them. They're a different team. Obviously, with the different all the additions that they've made and how well it, their approach at the plate has been changed since what we saw earlier in the year. You know, so there's a few things that have changed with the Milwaukee Brewers. A little bit more consistent offensively, although, you know, they'll have that explosion like they had on Saturday night against the Cubs. With a no, you know, they'll have their games where they score one, two, or three runs in a game or nothing. But that's just the way this the makeup of this team is. But Tori Lovello says, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, they're a different team. The Brewers are a different team than they were in June. Uh, I was reading one blogger from Arizona, from the Diamondbacks, the snake pit, I think it was. I don't want to give the proper credit, credit if it's wrong. But he was talking about, well, I'm glad we're going to Milwaukee and play because Philadelphia is a tough atmosphere. Going into Philadelphia with that atmosphere and a playoff atmosphere in Philadelphia, I don't think we want any part of that. Much rather go to Milwaukee. 
And I'm thinking, huh? Have you seen what AmFam Field is like in the postseason? When that crowd with that roof might be closed, how loud that gets? I saw that. And I'm like, man, Brewer fans got to make it extra tough on the Dynamax now. Where this guy is saying, well, we'd rather go with Philadelphia because oh, we'd rather go to Milwaukee because Philly, man. Philly, they turn on their team in a second. All their teams. They were turning on the Eagles today in Philadelphia when they were losing to Washington. Um, but, yeah, I don't think you want any part of the Brewer fans. You don't want any part of the fans and the enthusiasm and the excitement that's going to be an AmFam field coming up here in the next couple of days. <laughs> oh, we don't want any part of Philadelphia. We'd rather go to Milwaukee. That fan base is too rabid in Philadelphia. Okay. All right. You know, in Arizona, they've they had some pretty good numbers. I think they draw close they drew close to two million fans, which is good for them. You know, because I've, I've been to that stadium and you know, there's when you go to Milwaukee, you could tell there's a brewer game on in town. When you go to Arizona, you, you don't even know a game is in town because there's so many other things to do. I mean, I, when I went there for 2011 for the wild card game, wild card series, you didn't even know the Diamondbacks had a game. Here, you know, there's banners and there's signs and there's hats everywhere. People are wearing jerseys. There, nothing. You know, people are too interested in enjoying the weather and golf and the sandstorm that there was at the time out there. But yeah. Um, so I would say Diamondback fans. Yeah. Don't say you wish you'd rather be in Milwaukee than Philadelphia because it could get intense at AmFam Field. There's no doubt about it. All right, we come back. We'll talk about the pitching matchups coming up here. Look ahead and uh, more on this Brewers Diamondback series. I cannot wait. All the games on Sirius XM, the SXM app, search Brewers, all 162. And then, of course, you get the first two games at 6.08 Central Time. 6.08 Central Time. Some of you might be in traffic yet on the freeway on, on 94 or whatever. Hope you listen to our podcast before. You tune in any pregame shows or anything on the way to the ballpark. But um, yes, we will be here throughout the postseason and on Sirius XM, the SXM app, wherever you are in this great country, you can get Sirius XM, the Brewers on Sirius XM. Um, also, our podcast, Google, Spotify, Apple, we, we're on all the downloads. Any place you download a podcast, we are there. And of course, our growing YouTube audience. Search Locked On on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, and we are going to be your spot as a media member. I'll be down there Tuesday, and I'll be there on it for all the games. I'll be there covering all the games. So I'll have locker room reaction, everything. I'll have everything that you need to know for this game coming up after the game on Tuesday, after the game on Wednesday night, right here on Lockdown Brewers. All right, we'll come right back, and we'll head down the home stretch of the show. Talk more about this exciting series coming up with the Dimebacks next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Yeah, the Diamondbacks got some big bats. Corbin Carroll is one guy who scares me. Guy's an MVP candidate. He could win a few MVPs down the road. He is the best player. He is the best offensive player on the field for either team. All right, he is the best player. The Brewers have the best pitchers. Okay, but he is the best offensive player. 
I mean, he's better than anybody the Brewers have right now. And I would have said that a few years ago if Christian Yelich was playing at the level he was. Now, but Yelich is playing some good ball. As of late, he's hitting hard. He came off that back injury where he missed 11 of 12 games. And he came back and he was raking. He was hitting. His outs were hard. He was taking walks. So that's what we need from Yelich in the postseason. We definitely need that from Yelich in the postseason. But, yeah, there was um, – Corbin Burn, I mean Corbin uh, Carroll, he is going to be a tough guy to deal with at the plate. But he is a I think a multiple time MVP. No question about it. He will win the MVP multiple times. Best player in the field. All right. A couple of your comments. And I put on there, God, I didn't want to face Arizona. And some of you got came at me. Um uh big kid says I got Brewers minus 160 on DraftKings. Interesting. Uh, uh, Dylan says, this is a must-win series. No excuses. I agree, Dylan. No excuses. They've been in first place most of the season. They're the better team. They are the better team. They should at least get to, if you lose in a series to Arizona, yeah, we won't be happy about it, but you should beat Arizona, especially in front of your home crowd. Uh, Tishigan says, three-game playoff elimination series are stupid. Well, we're not playing this. We're not doing the baseball playoffs till Thanksgiving. Basketball season is going to start sooner or later, and that's going to clash. I just, it's kind of odd that baseball is going into November to begin with. You know, how's that going to be up in Minnesota if they're still alive and they're playing baseball in early November in Minnesota? Hmm. Uh, Jordan says, well, that's what we got. Arizona, Hope Burns and Woody are up to the task. I, I hear you, Krebsy. Uh, a book about metal says it's the playoffs, Chuck. No easy game. Jeff says there's no way the crew loses two of three at home. Jeff, I know who you are and you're a friend, but as you know, and you're a lifelong Milwaukeean, you don't ever take anything for granted if you're the Milwaukee Brewers or the Milwaukee Bucks or Green Bay Packers, Wisconsin Badgers, Marquette, you name it. Don't ever take a win because I can go through postseason history. I, I think another 10 minutes of this show, probably another 20, probably another 20 hours actually of all the postseason disappointments our teams have had when we thought we were going to win a postseason game and got bumped out. NFC Championship game, 2007, Packers and Giants. 2011, Brewers are favored in that series against Cardinals. Yeah. Um, Eugene says, sorry, we can't just pick our opponents. Just go out and play and stop giving up. Well, I'm not giving up, Eugene. I'm not giving up by a long shot. Mark says, bring them on. Um, Brett says, frankly, I don't care because it'll be mostly Brewer fans there when I'm at game one. Great that you're going to be out at game one. Good stuff. Um, Nick says, sounds like we will see the Diamondbacks. Yep. Um, Griffin says, dude, it's the playoffs. Every team has got good pitching. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, Nick says, um, Gallon and Kelly pitched Friday and Saturday. Yeah, they did pitch Friday and Saturday. That's why they're pitching Wednesday and Thursday. Tori Lovello did not want to come back with Gallon on short rest on Tuesday. I would, man, I would, I want wild card weekend, wild card week. I want my two best pitchers going one and two. And I know you had to win those games over the weekend, and he didn't. But it wasn't because of Zach Gallen and Mitch, uh, and Kelly Merrill Kelly. 
But, man, down on short rest, I got to have him in the game on Tuesday. I want my guy pitching Tuesday. I don't know. Because what if you don't get the Merrill Kelly on, on Thursday? Torrey's going to take some heat for that. Now, if you get to him, okay, you got one of your aces pitching, but then the Brewers also have one of their aces pitching with Freddie Peralta. But I would say, God, you want your best going in games one and two. And Gallon and Kelly, man, I don't know how you don't pitch Gallon in short rest and Kelly too, but he knows his team. That's why he's the manager. He's, he's He lives with... He's with these guys seven months a year, eight months a year, every day. Um, uh, Bill says, neither will pitch will game one, so it's not so much of a current. Well, it's it's a concern when you got to face them in games two or three, but I agree. The Brewers do dodge a missile here by not having to face Gallon or Kelly in game one. All right, that's going to do it for the show. Again, download our podcast. We'll be here every day. Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the downloads. Wherever you get your audio downloads for podcasts, we are there. And, of course, join our YouTube audience. 30 minutes each day. Go to YouTube, search Locked On Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit that little bell. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode. We'll be very active on Twitter here in the postseason. Follow me, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. I love reading your comments. I do. I get up in the morning. I read your comments. I read your comments on YouTube. I read your comments everywhere. Because we're all in this together, guys. We've come 162 games, 92 and 70, and here we are. This is our time. 2021, we busted out. 2020 doesn't count against the Dodgers. 2019, disappointing against Washington. Should have beat Washington and headed to Los Angeles that night. 2018, lost game seven against the Dodgers. Okay. 2017, missed the playoffs, but that was the beginning. It gave us a little tease of what postseason ball could be about because they were in the pennant race. But here we are, 2023. Got to you have to win a playoff series. You can consider Craig Council manager of the year and postseason awards and gold gloves, hand gold gloves here or there or there. Doesn't mean a hill of beans if you don't win a postseason series. It doesn't. Not to me. I don't care how many MVPs Aaron Rodgers or Giannis Antetokounmpo or whatever. I want championships. I don't care about MVPs, manager of the years, rookie of the years, gold gloves. I don't care. Championships. That's what it's all about. And the Brewers, yeah, we're going to hear about how they've had such success in five of the last six years. Okay. And they missed the playoffs last year, although they were 10 games over 500. We're going to hear about all their success. But what what counts most is postseason experience, postseason success. And they got to make some noise here in the postseason. Starts Tuesday night. We'll be back with another episode on Monday night. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Talk to you Monday night, everybody.